This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Friday, September 22nd, 2023. I am Dave Biddle. I'll be joined by Jonah Booker in just a moment to get his insights. Welcome to Notre Dame game eve. It's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow night, we hope, in South Bend. Cannot wait for tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. Jay Book and I are going to break down all things Ohio State, Notre Dame in just a moment. But I want to let you guys know about one of our great sponsors, Jonathan Green Grass Seed. And they have a message for you guys. Hey there, Bucknutters. Do you want your lawn to be the best on the block, but not sure where to start? That's where Jonathan Green comes in. Their lawn care products are the secret to achieving the lawn of your dreams. With over 130 years of experience, Jonathan Green is a name you can trust for quality lawn care. Their Black Beauty grass seed is especially formulated to thrive in your region, whether you're in the Midwest, Northeast, or anywhere in between. Planting Jonathan Green grass seed is easy. Just spread it on your lawn, water it, and watch it grow. It's that simple. In no time at all, you'll see thick, lush, dark green grass that's the envy of your neighborhood. And here's the best part, Buckeye fans. Jonathan Green grass seed is naturally dark green in color. That means you'll spend less money on fertilizer, and your lawn will look amazing all season long. And this grass seed is super drought tolerant, which means a smaller water bill for you. It can stand up to the toughest Ohio summers with ease. So don't wait any longer. Make your neighbors green with envy and turn your lawn into a showstopper with Jonathan Green grass seed. Visit jonathangreen.com, use coupon code BUCKNUTS10 to get 10% off your order. jonathangreen.com, use coupon code BUCKNUTS10 to get 10% off your order. Jonathan Green, quality lawns since 1881. Ohio State's been playing quality football that long as well. All right, let's bring in the one and only Jonah Booker. We're going to get his insights. Um, Let's just start right at the top with this question, sir. I mean, do you feel like this game is going to be won? Battle of the Trenches is going to win this game. The battle at quarterback, who's going to play better between McCord and Hartman? Um, combination of both. What's what's the bigger factor in your mind? 100% battle in the trenches, Dave. Who is going to be able to win the line of scrimmage up front? That's who's going to decide who wins the football game. When you look at the Ohio State defensive tackles, I think they have a uh, an advantage there. With the interior guys, they've been playing some very, very good football. When Ohio State defensive tackles are going against Pat Coogan, Zeke Corral, Rocco Spindler uh, for Notre Dame, some of those guys um, have struggled. They've been solid, but they had their moments. I think that's going to be key um, because they're going to rely on the power running game, similar to Michigan. They got an outstanding running back. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I believe their their running back, Audric Estime, he's grading out as the top running back in all of college football, according to PFF. So it's going to be critical for our our front seven 
to really take it to them. Now, something that you touched on is how will JT and Jack Sawyer go up against their All-American left tackle, uh, who's probably going to be one of the top offensive linemen that come off the board in the NFL draft. They're going to have to be able to get home. Even if they don't get sacks, Dave, they got to be able to knock the quarterback off his mark, make him uh, uncomfortable, flush him out the pocket. That's going to be critical. He hasn't given up a pressure all season, Dave. Um, so that right there tells you how good he's he's performed right now. And uh, I believe Joe Walsh is his name. So if you if you can get some pressure on him, create some havoc in the backfield, that right there is going to determine where this game uh, trends. Because if they can't get off the field and Notre Dame is just running it down their throat with the power run game, it's going to be a long night for Ohio State. But I do have faith that those defensive tackles, they're going to be able to get busy in the middle. Now you flip it to the other side of the football, Dave. Critical, critical matchup for this offensive line. I think they're up to the task. Um, you look at Javante G. Baptiste going to be starting on that other side of the defense end. They kind of run um, a Viper type of defense at Notre Dame. But just being able to win that line of scrimmage like they did last year, you think back um, against Notre Dame when they played at Ohio State last year, when did the game take over? When that massive offensive line of Ohio State really start to lean on those guys, Mayan Williams with the power run game pretty much iced the game. So it's going to be critical that those big boys up front can win in the trenches. Third and one, got to be able to pick it up. Fourth and two, you want to be able to uh, get out there and run some power football, got to be able to pick up those short yards against Notre Dame. Looking at Sam Hartman, um, he's known, you know, for his passing skills. Not that he's like, you know, not that he has a rocket arm by any means, but he's a good college uh, passer, no doubt about it. ACC all-time leader in touchdowns, touchdown passes this year, leading Division One slash FBS in passing yards. He has played an extra game, so that factors into it. Um, but still, 13 touchdown passes this year, zero interceptions. One thing they have not done at all through four games, though, Jay Book, is QB runs. They're not doing any QB runs at all. And you look back at his Wake Forest stats, um, mediocre yards per carry, but that includes sacks. But in all three years that he was the full-time starter, where he started every game, he had over 100 rushing attempts all three seasons. And two years ago, he had 11 rushing touchdowns and over 300 yards rushing for the season, which doesn't sound like a lot of yards. But again, that includes sacks, which is stupid that the, the college football does that. That's a topic for a different day. My guess is, Jay Book, they've been holding some QB runs for this game. Not that they're going to major in it, but I think that's another thing. I mean, Hartman's good all the way around, but I think that's another thing Ohio State has to keep an eye on in this game. Though I wouldn't be surprised if they have some wrinkles, Dave. The thing that has to worry you about him, he's, he's played so much football that the one thing that you're going to count on, if you flush him out of the pocket, you move him off the mark, he is good enough and he's heady enough to be able to make you pay if you don't have discipline on the back end because he's going to be able to keep his eyes downfield, use his legs to get himself out of trouble. He has the capability to pull the football down, but I worry about if he escapes the pocket, will we be able to have the discipline to uh, stick to the wide receivers like glue on the back end because that's where he can really make you play uh, pay because you can call the perfect defense against Sam Hartman and he can still get them out of a bad situation with his experience, with his athleticism and his ability to strike down the field. So it's going to be imperative for the guys on the back end 
to make sure that everybody's doing your job. Don't be a hero. Um, stay on your guy. Play within the defense and trust that your brothers are up front. They're going to be able to make a play. Yeah, and just to circle back, I'm not saying Sam Hartman's going to carry the ball a lot in this game, but he's this season he's got 12 carries for minus seven yards, and I think pretty much the 12 carries have just been scrambles when the play breaks. I don't think they've had one called Q run, um, and that includes the sacks. 12 carries for minus seven yards. Um, I just think three or four times there's going to be a called Q run. They had they don't need to have a spy on them or anything like that. That's just something I notice. I just have a feeling that's one of the wrinkles they're saving for this game. Again, nothing that they're going to major in, but another wrinkle that they're going to throw out there. All right, let's talk about Kyle McCord. I'm very curious how he's going to handle this mentally. I'm a huge believer um, in the mental side of sports. I used to laugh when I was a kid, and coaches would say, oh, sports is 90% mental and 10%, 10% physical. I think it's more than 10% physical, but now I understand. All those coaches I laughed kind of behind their back, they were right. You know, sports, The mental side of sports is so important, especially at quarterback. How is he going to handle this environment? Huge game, the game of the week in college football. His first big test at the collegiate level. Um, hostile environment, on the road, at night. I mean, I'm just curious how he's going to handle this mentally. If he handles this well mentally, I think the Buckeyes are going to win this game. You come to Ohio State to play in these type of games, Dave. You come to Ohio State where the lights are the brightest, the stage is a little bit bigger, the atmosphere is going to be rowdy. As Marvin Harrison Jr. said, I love playing on the road. Why? Because I love being the villain. You have that type of mentality with your quarterback to go in there, silence the crowd, playing at a high level. This is what it's about, Dave. This is what it's about. You go in, and go in there knowing that you're extremely talented. You have faith that your coaching staff is going to have an excellent game plan. The key for Kyle McCord, Dave, those first two series, those are going to be scripted plays. Um, get him in the rhythm with those scripted plays, Dave, to really start to build in that confidence. I, I would not be surprised if you see the running backs be involved in the passing game quite a bit because here's the thing. So, uh, Central Michigan, they were able to get those linebackers isolated in the pass game. There was a lot of leakage here and there in that pass game. Isolate your running backs against their um, their linebackers in space. That is, a, that is a clear advantage for Ohio State when it comes to speed, athleticism, matching up with those guys. Ohio State has shown it early on in the playbook. They're willing to dump it off to the running back. They're willing to get the running back little boot action with uh, the tight ends in the flat. Those are rhythm plays to get your com your quarterback comfortable. Those first two series, I think, is going to be critical that those scripted plays really start to build that confidence for him. Really start to get him get him in the rhythm. If he gets in, if he gets in the rhythm, Dave, in confidence. And if you're to believe what Ryan Day says, that they're going to let it rip, he's going to have a good night. He's going to have a good night. Right now, the over-unders, 265 and a half passing yards. Right now, and I got a bet in for over. I'm glad you hit on that, the let it rip. I love that he said that and then talked more about it yesterday during the lightning round with the media. He brought it up on during his radio show that we need to have the same mindset we had. I don't even know if he mentioned the Georgia game, but he that's what it reminded me of, like let it rip. If they do that, and that means including if things don't go your way early, let it rip. Ohio State's going to win this game. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what this program needs. That, that is when this program operates at its highest, Dave, is when they're playing loose, they're playing confident, and your coach 
is uber aggressive. When Dave goes out there and says, hey, we're not here just to get through the game to win. We're here to beat the brakes off of you. And so not saying this is going to be a blowout, but when you go into the game with that type of mentality that you're going to be aggressive, you're going to give them every um, opportunity to knock Notre Dame out in front of their own crowd. The players feed off that. They love that. And so if he can do that, then I'm going to be extremely excited about this team. I think we might have lost Dave there. Oh, just temporarily. Just temporarily. Oh, there you go. I, 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 little frog in my throat there. I didn't. I didn't want to. I didn't want everybody to see me and hear me. Really hear me cough. That's not. That's never a good sound. Hearing somebody just cough. But um, you know, I mean, Sam Hartman. Is there too much hype about him? And you know, forget about the, him as a runner. I've, I've talked a lot about that. That's just a little wrinkle. I think there's going to be. But like, people are talking about him as a legit Heisman candidate. You can see why you look at the numbers. Uh, again, 13 touchdown passes, no interceptions. Um, there we have people have him right up there with Mike, you know, maybe not up there with Penix, but right up there, Caleb Williams. Too much hype about Sam Hartman or great college quarterback? Where are you at? Great, on? No, I don't think it's too much hype. He, he's a great college quarterback, Dave. He's a, this is his 150th or his 50th start. <laughs> I mean, his 50th start in college football. So he's played a lot of football. I think he's a heck of a quarterback. He's a great addition to them. He's really elevated that program, giving them confidence. I think this right here uh, is a is a statement game for Notre Dame, Dave. Like I look at this as a program changing type of game for Notre Dame because you look at what's going on in the Midwest with Ohio State and Michigan, Penn State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame has not won these marquee type of games in a very long time. So the reputation for Notre Dame is. You know, they beat up on some of these guys that they have under not under schedule that really aren't, you know, too big of a power. But once they go, go up against your Georgias or your Alabamas or your Ohio State, they really struggle. So this is a huge game for them. And having a quarterback like Sam Hartman, who's played a lot of football, who's going to be able to calm some of those younger kids down. He's a leader. There's a there's a there's a lot to be said about having a veteran leader quarterback in your locker room because when the bullets are flying and things are getting hairy in there being able to have a guy in that huddle who's going to calm everyone down and make a play when you need it that right there is is something that sam hartman is extremely good at so i give him all the respect i think he's a heck of a college uh, quarterback it's one thing that gives me trepidation for sure when i i, I analyze this game jay book i mean mccord i, I think you know he he's looking good i, I love the arm talent Again, I don't know how he's going to react up here to this setting. If he reacts well, I think he's going to do well. But we're talking about you can count how many starts he's made on one hand. Yeah. So far, four. This will be number five in his career, including the one as a true freshman. Whereas you mentioned, I mean, Hartman is as veteran as you could possibly be in college football. So at the most important position on the field, uh, he's not just veteran, he's effective. So that worries me a little bit because it is the most important position on the field. I agree if I'm ranking it. Battle of the trenches, then you're talking about both sides of the ball is number one. But battle at quarterback is certainly number two. But, but I would say this, I would say this, Dave, and you've talked to Kyle. Like, doesn't this seem like the type of environment and atmosphere that his personality really thrives in? Because he's kind of that guy that he's a he's he's quieter as far as you know what you're going to see from your quarterback, but he has this like confidence about him to know it's like I'm good. I'm, we're going to go in there. We're going to ball out. I'm going to make my throws. 
I'm feeling good. This is my team. Like, that's what I, I look at Kyle McCord as. Like, okay, you look at the national media. A lot of people are doubting Ohio State right now. I mean, what Brady Quinn say, he's 10, 10 confidence that Ohio State's going to get rolled uh, Saturday. So you look at look around the landscape, there's a lot of people that says, hey, Ohio State is about to get their butt kicked. But guys like Kyle McCord, they use that type of stuff to feed them, to give them that extra motivation. And I, and I heart back to what Marvin said. We love going into atmosphere like this to where we can play the villain. And that right there, that's when you have that type of mentality, it's contagious. And you better believe that Kyle McCord, who's best friends with Marvin, he's going to be operating in that same mind space. You know, Brady Quinn, he's a nice guy. I've met Brady. He's like truly is like a nice man. He really is. He's like a legit, like good person. But I think Brady is still upset that his uh, <laughs> brother-in-law, A.J. Hawk, kept slamming him in the turf during that 2005 Fiesta Bowl, 2005 season. Uh, just one of five times during my lifetime and your lifetime that the Buckeyes have absolutely taken it to Notre Dame. Yeah. So last year they didn't take it to him. That right. was the closest one of the five. 21 to 10 was the closest of the five. So I will I will say this. I will say this. Close. Yeah, I will say this about the Notre Dame faithful and their confidence in this game, Dave. If you look back over the last couple times that Notre Dame has played against Ohio State, the thing that you have to look at is you always felt that Notre Dame had to play their best game and Ohio State had to take a step back in order for them to win the football game. This year, when you look at Notre Dame, Dave, you can look at them and say they're good enough to win this game, even if they don't play their best football game. So there's a lot of confidence coming from their side because they feel like this is one of their best teams that they've had over years. This is their best opportunity to really knock off one of the big dogs where they don't have to play like their A++ game and Ohio State has to take a step back. They feel that they at night, at home, in their, in their place, they're good enough to take Ohio State to task. So I see where their confidence is coming from. It may be a little misplaced, but I like the fact that a lot of people around the country think that Ohio State is going to go in there and get rolled. That's typically when this, this program operates in a, in, in a better, more aggressive type of mind frame to say, hey, they're doubting us, so let's go in there and prove people wrong. Speaking of Brady Quinn, I've said Sam Hartman's their best quarterback, Notre Dame's best quarterback since Brady Quinn, and dare I say I think Sam Hartman's a better college quarterback than Brady Quinn was. Now, he's not going to be a first-round draft pick. Brady Quinn looked like he was straight out of central casting at 6'4 and lifted with the old lineman, strong arm, but um, – you know, I think Hartman might be a better, might be their best, you know, quarterback in a in a super long time. We'll see what happens tomorrow night. Maybe he's getting hyped up, hyped up too much. I agree with you. So far, he is, you know, he's worth the hype that he's getting. Uh, we'll see how he does tomorrow against the Silver Bullets. Speaking of the Silver Bullets, we we you touched on this a little bit. JT and Jack, can they get pressure? Um, can they, you know, because Joe Alt might be the best left tackle in the country, best tackle period. If it's not him, it's the Penn State left tackle. Those guys are going to battle out to be the number one offensive lineman off the board in the NFL draft. Um, where's your confidence level one through 10 that JT, Jack, and even Caden Curry and Kenyatta Jackson and Mitchell Melton can get some work done? I'm at a six, Dave. Um, you know, the, the, I think they had, what, 13 combined pressures last week, but that was against Western Kentucky. So that is a step in the right direction. I think the sacks will eventually come. You can be effective without necessarily having all of the Gotti sack numbers. I think the, the way this defense is structured, they're playing so disciplined up front. 
um, that they're allowing some of those guys, especially on the interior, to really make a make a living off creating pressures on the quarterback. But we're going to need it. This is a money game. Make no mistake about it, Dave. Massive eyes, NFL eyes all over uh, this particular game. So JT, Sawyer, they got to raise their game to another level. You better believe that Joe Up, the All-American left tackle, he's going to have those guys trying to put the claps on them. So it's going to be critical for them to show what they're really made of. The last thing about this, Dave, the defensive end who was what considered an All-American for them last year had all the hype going into that game. What happened? He went up against Paris Johnson, got absolutely shut down. That kid stopped, dropped after that. He was going into that game. A lot of people viewed him as a first-round defensive end until he went up against Paris Johnson last year. Um, and then after that, it kind of snowballed on him that he didn't have a greater season that a lot of people expected. But that game right there really exposed him in front of, as far as the NFL. So it's critical for JT, Jack, if they want to make sure that they get to that next level, first round, second round defensive ends, time to show up. Uh, but I think this defense right now, they're playing extremely well. They're playing fast. They're playing aggressive. And the thing that you have to really like over the last couple of weeks, Dave, they have yet to really show anything exotic. It's been a pretty bland defense. And right now it's the number two defense in college football. That's right. I mean, I've talked about how you know Notre Dame's holding some things back here. You were talking about it. Obviously, both teams are holding things back on both sides of the ball. You're right. I mean, Ohio State's defense has been vanilla to some degree. For Knowles's standards, they've been somewhat vanilla. And they've been vanilla on offense at times for most of the time, too. So it's going to be interesting to see the wrinkles on both sides of the ball. Jay Book and I are going to give our predictions on this game in just a minute. We're also going to talk some Ohio State recruiting. So stick with me. Um, I do have one more read from one of our great sponsors. You guys know I love fantasy football. I'm very excited to announce our new part partnership with Underdog Fantasy. We decided to partner with Underdog because it is the easiest place to play fantasy sports. It's also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Underdog Fantasy has a lot to offer, including their Pick'em game. And Pick'em, you pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. It's so easy to play. Just pick two through five of your stats of your favorite players and choose whether they'll go higher or lower. You can 20 times your money by going five for five. They also have a best ball mania. If you think you know football, you've got to check this one out. This year's best ball mania has 15 million in total prizes up for grabs with the winner taking home 3 million. So sign up today with promo code Bucknuts and get your first deposit doubled up to $100, $300. There you go. Visit underdogfantasy.com, find them in the app store, and don't forget to register with promo code Bucknuts to get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Must be 18 or older and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. All right, Jay Book. Brass tax. Who you like in fantasy this week? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> right, <let's> some... <laughs> Do you think Joe Burrow is going to play? No. Um, uh, anyway, let's uh, let's seriously let's get down to brass tacks. Um, what is your score prediction for this game? I have Ohio State winning 27-21. I think it's going to be uh, a pretty tight battle, Dave. This one right here, I believe it's going to be a fourth quarter game. I look at the. I ha I have respect in the sense that this Notre Dame team. They understand the magnitude of this game, the ramifications of it, what it can do to their program, 
where it can take Marcus Freeman's uh, career and how he's viewed on the national landscape. This right here is going to be a battle, an absolute war in the trenches. It's going to be some give. It's going to be some uh, take. And I think Ohio State pulls away in the end in the fourth quarter, 27-21. Buckeyes, Ryan Hyde heading back to Columbus. We always have similar scores. I think once this year we had the same score. Um, even back last year, I remember we had similar scores. Again, pretty similar. I have we never we never share notes before the show as far as our predictions. I have this one maybe a little higher scoring than some, um, not that high scoring, but I have a thirty-one twenty-four Buckeyes. Thirty-one twenty-four. I feel like there's going to be nervous moments for Buckeye fans. There's going to be nervous moments for Notre Dame fans, and I think the Buckeyes um, are going to. Maybe lead by 10. I think it's not going to be where they have to score a late touchdown to win. I think maybe more be like they're I – I can envision where Ohio State's leading by 10 in the fourth quarter. Notre Dame kicks a field goal to get within seven, and then the Buckeyes lock them down from there. Something like that, 31-24. But you know what? Just win, baby. That's all I care about. Just I don't win. care if they win by one point. I don't yeah. even – Just win, baby. Um, before we get to Brandon Baker, I'm going to get your thoughts on Josh Proctor. That continues to be – now, we need to see it. They haven't really, haven't really played anybody yet, but – are you buying the Josh Proctor? The light has come on as a sixth-year senior. Because I kept saying in the offseason after I touted him every year coming into – except for this one, I was like, are we really going to believe the light came on? Is the light going to come on for Proc as a sixth-year senior? Jay Book, break it down for me. He looks good, Dave. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I was skeptical um, about Proctor, but right now it, it really seems – the thing that you – that I notice about Proctor right now, Dave, he's playing under control. He's not out there just, you know – playing with a guy like a loose cannon who's trying to knock everybody out. But when you see him, his coverage has been a whole lot better. Um, he, he's doing a wonderful job on the back end, being a leader, being a vocal leader for those guys, making sure that the defense on the back end is getting set. So far, I give Josh Proctor two thumbs up. I will say this, Dave, that is kind of a cherry on top, if, if I want to say it like that, because I wasn't expecting that much out of Proctor this year. You and I talked in the spring. He was getting reps with the one. We kind of thought it was like, oh, they were throwing a bone to the six-year guy just to, you know, say, hey, thanks for sticking around and giving us reps. But I'm pleasantly surprised with Josh Proctor. And I will say this, Dave. Remember last year against Notre Dame? He, he missed against Styles, and that was the last time that we saw Proctor last year. So this is a revenge game for him. He's going to go out there and play like a madman. I had the faith in him. He, you can, as a competitor and as a defensive back, you know when you messed up and you had that moment to where it probably could have defined your career. That right there for Josh Proctor, he could have easily, after this past year, entered the transfer portal, wouldn't play somewhere else. The Notre Dame game was the one that set the dominoes for him last year to lose significant playing time. So you better believe he's going to take it personal to where he wants to go out there and have a revenge game for himself. Not necessarily saying, hey, I need to go out there and play all world. But for him personally, I can guarantee you that he's going to want to go out there and have a great game personally for himself. I love it. I love it. Hey, I, you know, I, I would say stuff like, and I'm totally serious. If I say like, I, I, don't, I don't believe in this fill in the blank Buckeye player, but I would love to be wrong. Thrilled that I was wrong about Josh Proctor. Again, he still needs to prove it. We'll see. I don't want to be sitting here during the postgame podcast talking about, well, there's Proctor of old showed up. Hopefully we're saying number 41 <laughs> out there and had a great game. Um, well, we've been talking about Brandon Baker for months, so I guess we got to talk about uh, this. He's going to announce on Sunday, it ain't looking good. I look at the – it's like you get on the 
the 24-7 Sports Prognosticator page, and it's like every crystal ball. It's like Texas, 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 Texas. So I'm guessing he's going to go with Texas. I know I'm going out on a limb there, but um, any chance for the Buckeyes here? What do you think? I mean, it's, I, I say it's Texas slight. You know, there was a report out that came out yesterday that said that uh, he really doesn't know. It could come down to a gut decision come Sunday. I'm not buying that. If you got a decision date set, you pretty much know where you're going to go, especially, you know, you're three days out. So I, I think he's going to go to Texas. And I will say this, Dave, they're missing on another elite left tackle. So the thing that you have to feel just better, they are going to be um, way more aggressive in the offseason when it comes to the transfer portal, especially those first wave of guys. They made the mistake this past year of not being aggressive, and they missed out on a lot of quality tackles with those first wave of portal guys. That's not going to happen this year. Um, I will say after this, after Brandon Baker, it's time to go ahead and pivot and and put all your resources to Jordan Seaton. I think he's an elite guy that they really have a chance to get. He's going to be visiting um, here this fall for a game. So you're probably going to miss out in Baker. Do everything that you can to get Jordan Seaton. Once January comes and the new portal season opens back up, go as aggressive and as hard as you can to try to bring in at least two, maybe three offensive linemen out of the portal. Great insights, as always, from Jonah Booker. Thank you very much, Jay Book. Thanks to all of you. Make sure you join me for what we learned live after the Ohio State-Notre Dame game tomorrow night, Sunday morning maybe. I don't know. It'll, it'll, probably, it'll at least go into Sunday morning. I don't know if we'll start. It, it'll be Sunday morning. But uh, join me for what we learn live after the game tomorrow night. Thanks again to Jay Book. Thanks to all of you for tuning in. We appreciate it very much. Enjoy the game tomorrow, Bucknutters. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.